everyone. Hi. Welcome to Res Hockey. Uh, this is episode number 43. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, so I'm just, uh, when Bush and I do these uh, podcasts, we, we do it with a Zoom call. So I'm watching Bush right now. And <laughs> <laughs> the guy shaved his beard, so it's kind of... We're looking at him. <laughs> He's been having a beard for the last, for like, for a lot of year and a half or so. Yeah. So it's just weird looking at him all shavely, uh, freshly shaved. And well, so. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, welcome to 40, episode 43. Uh, shock up season is over. Time to act up, eh, Bush? Yeah. Time to act up, I guess. Time to uh, put your money where your worth is, or where your worth where your money is. However, it goes. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. Our our guest for uh, in, interview. Our guest for it. What the heck? Can't even fucking. <laughs> it's Monday Monday morning, so our guest for interview inter, episode for episode. <laughs> I was going to say our guest for interview. Our guest for episode forty three is Trent Campbell. Uh, hey, Trent. Trent is from English River First Nation out in Saskatchewan. So thanks for uh, coming on the show, Trent. Yeah. I appreciate it. Oh, man. I'm just tongue I was tongue tied with him too. Like when I when I talked to him. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Because uh, of the week. Because of, of the week. For episode 2023. What the heck? Man? <laughs> episode 43 <laughs> is. <laughs> Mr. Bryce Kijik of Show Lake 39. Oh, Bryce. Uh, Bryce is a hockey player, baseball player, powwow dancer. He's he's everything. This guy, this guy's uh this guy's money. He's one of those uh pay me a grand hotel and gas, and I'll take you to the ship. Yep, I believe it. So and he's uh currently in police foundations. In college, so it's good to know he's getting his education while uh, yeah, while uh, doing all that stuff. Busy man, so thanks, Bryce. We appreciate it. Shout outs, do you have any shout outs for episode 43? One notable shout out, I got a shout out to one of our good dear friends, Carrie Stevens and Jay, Jay and Carrie Stevens, but mostly Carrie to the, this week. She is playing with the Winnipeg Wolf Pack. Uh, looks like to be a Winnipeg uh, league. I don't know if they're it's a provincial league or city league, but she's playing football, women's tackle football. That's cool. That's really neat. Yeah, I messaged Jay. He he told me uh, when the when the next game is. It's on the May sixteenth, I think, the Monday. May sixteenth. I think it is. I think he said the sixteenth. It's it's a Monday. I thought though, it was pretty cool though. They play in like Ballers Field too, like Investor Group's field. Yeah, I think they play in the Investors Group field, yeah. <laughs> so cool. That'd be neat. That'd be neat to go watch. Be a lot of frustrated women just ah! <laughs> I wonder if their husbands or boyfriends pissed them off before a game just to get them all wild up and it, yeah, they probably told them that they uh that they that they shaved and, and didn't clean the bathroom again or <laughs> just to get them <laughs> adrenaline going or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd go watch. Maybe that's something we'll go do. Yeah. 
I just want to give a quick shout out to Peg West First Nation in Manitoba. Their uh, their community is currently flooding, so we just oh. we're thinking of all you guys and yeah. pray for your safety and hope everyone is safe. And it's always hard this time of yeah. the year, it's springtime for a lot of uh, communities, First Nation communities with flooding, like back home along the the James Bay coast. There's a lot of flooding because right it's breakup season. So yeah. Prayers prayers to all the communities that are are threatened by this flood this year. Doesn't help that we're getting a lot of rain too and there was snow, so it's shitty. Oh, I swore. Darn it, I wasn't gonna swear. <laughs> it's you swearing this time, not me. I swear one, I swear once. You swore once already. <laughs> so yeah, we're thinking of all the communities, so stay safe, like we said. So, okay, uh, let's get started. Uh, yeah, let's get started the show. Very excited. NHL playoffs start tonight. Yes, we they are do. Gonna do. We're gonna do our first round predictions. So, uh, east or west? Let's go with the west. Man, I knew you were gonna do west. Well, <laughs> so yeah. Okay, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna go round by round for our prediction. So yeah. like today we'll do our first round, and when second round starts, we'll do second round, mm. etc. So, are you excited for playoffs to start? I'm, I'm very excited. I, I first time in uh, 32 years I get to watch Edmonton play in the playoffs. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, been that long. Feels like that long though. 2002 it feels like that long. Okay. With, well, with 10 first uh, round first overall picks. Oh freak. <laughs> the lotteries. Okay, we'll start with Dallas and Calgary. Ooh. Ooh, your picks for that one. I want Dallas to win because I don't like Calgary, but I think Calgary's got the edge this time. They were hot going into the going into the last month and a half this season. They 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 quietly amassed so many points and no one really paid attention. It was all uh, you know, the people were focused on Matthews and as well as well, they should be. And uh, and the Ovechkin, but people forgot how good how good Calgary actually is. They have a couple hundred point scorers. They eh? like yeah. Johnny Hockey to Chuck. Mm-hmm. Hmm. For that one, I'm gonna go with Dallas. Dallas okay. is uh they made it to the finals a couple of years ago. They had that playoff experience. Yeah, they did make Jamie, the finals. Jamie Ben, he's gonna go uh, match up against Goudreau the whole series. Oh yeah, that's gonna be good. And Jamie Ben's still one of the top centers in the league you know who he reminds me of you remember how geek carbono used to be just a yeah. shutdown forward just a oh, shutdown yeah. defensive specialist yeah and he can score too so it's mm-hmm. kind of the best of both worlds so you got calgary i got, I got calgary yeah and i got dallas okay so how many yep. games do you think that'll be calgary and dust them off at six yeah i'll go dallas yeah. at six yeah are you writing this down Oh, maybe we should. I will write it down. Uh, Calgary and six G- games. That's me. You are picking Dallas and six, right? Yeah. Okay, Dallas. next is your Edmonton Oilers against the Los Angeles Kings. Well, you know I'm going to win. You know I'm going to hope for Edmonton. Yeah. I hope they win, and I think they are going to win. 
they had a uh, they had second best record in the NHL the in the last two months of the season. Yeah, but their goaltending is so shaky, though. I, yeah, Quick will Quick can win a series, but I don't think he's got the firepower up front. Quick is not as quick as before. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go well because uh, you know you got Mr. Hockey himself. Jesus. Jesus. McJesus. You got Leon. You know, you got Evander Kane. He's coming into his own. He's, he's, think, he's, he's a good power forward. I think he'll do well. Do you think uh Kapitar, Kopitar can stop that think power he, play though? I think he can stop one of those one of those three, but he's but but the other two out of three are gonna uh, pick up and slot and uh fluff off. I wonder if the coach Edmonton coaching will put the two two t- big guns on the same line. Uh power play definitely. Maybe the last part of the period, like the last minute and a half of each period, they'll probably they're losing? shove them out. If they're losing out, or if they're even if they're winning by a by a goal or two, by a goal, they might want to get try and get some insurance. But I mean, you got I I'm just biased, so I'm, I'm going to go Edmonton five. <laughs> Edmonton five, woo. Yeah. I'm going to go with L.A. I'm going to go L.A. in six. Ooh. I think Drew Doughty still has a lot of... He's not playing. A lot of fire. He's not playing? He's not playing. What the heck? Like he's hurt still. Oh, man. Okay. See, that's why, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah there's no There's no doubt Doughty's got some skill left in him, but I think Duncan Keith's going to have a uh, another playoff gear. He's been there before. <laughs> yeah, even he's at been his, there before. Even at, even at the age of 47 years old. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll still go with the Kings. I'll I'll yeah, go with the upset. Mm-hmm. Okay, next we have oh. Nashville Predators, Whitefish oh. Bay Predators, and the Whitefish Bay Predators. Predators yeah. I think McKinnon and McCarr are just too good. I think yeah. I think they're gonna go five games. And and that but that one game that Nashville's gonna win, it's gonna be like a total fluke playoff OT goal type from the center ice and they're just Avalanche are just too good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Avalanche in five. Yeah, I'll go Avalanche in five too because I think their uh, Colorado's too good. Kadri's gonna pick. What if? What about Kadri? Is he gonna do something oh. stupid? He always I, does something dumb in the playoffs. You know what? I don't. I think McKinnon and McCarr told him to bite the bullet and settle down, kid. That's a tough one. Like he's a number uh, two center in Louisiana. Yeah. Because. Every year he yeah. played with the Leafs, he got suspended. Yeah, because he was a show in the Leafs. He was the man. Yeah, all, all attention was diverted on him. Now is, you know, I think. Uh, yeah, I don't think he's gonna do anything. I don't think he's gonna do anything stupid. He's gonna play hard and gritty. He's the, he's gonna play typical playoff hits, but I don't think he's gonna get suspended or pull a beard. <laughs> did he? Oh, wait, was that in, no? That wasn't a playoffs when he did that. No, to Joe Thornton, hey? that's no. still kind of. That's just well, like Matthew Shane, Matthew Shane off Nashville got 43 goals this year. He had mm-hmm. a really good year. Yossi oh, yeah. got 96 points. Most points like, by defenseman. Forsberg got 42 goals. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I, just, I think Colorado's just too good. Soros, he had 38 wins. Ooh, that's going to be a good, good series. Yeah. And what did we say? Five games for Colorado? Yeah, I said five. Yeah, I'll go five, too. 
Okay, last is uh, for Western Conference is Minnesota against St. Louis. I've been paying. I haven't been paying attention to the series to these teams at all. So, but I do know that Kirill, whatever his name on, on Minnesota, has been making the headlines. Kaprizov, something like that. He had 108 points this year. Yeah, I'm gonna go Minnesota, just geographic region, because if you know. <laughs> You know what? Both these teams, they're both grinding teams, right? They're both yeah. lunch pail, mm-hmm. lunch pail bucket teams. I'll go with St. Louis because they they, uh, they got the experience. I'm going to go mini. I'm going to go mini in seven. They had nine players. St. Louis had nine players that scored over 20 goals. So they're consistent. All three lines score. Oh. So I'll go with St. St. Louis and six. Okay. Just because Craig Berube is the cheat, the, the coach. <laughs> yep. Got to go with our bro. <laughs> yep. Got to do it. Huh. Bennington are- didn't play as much games this year. He played 37. Some Vili Huso played 40 games. He was 25 and seven. That's pretty, and six. That's a pretty good record. So for. Our picks, my picks is Dallas, Edmonton, Colorado, St. Louis. You said Edmonton. Did I say Edmonton? Yeah, you got oh. it on you got it on paper or film. Okay. Or Dallas, Dallas, LA. LA, Colorado, St. Louis. Yeah. Who, who are your picks? Mine are Calgary, Edmonton, Avalanche, and Minneapolis. Minnesota. Minneapolis. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's our uh, picks for the Western Conference. Yeah. Okay, now let's go to the Eastern Eastern. Conference. This is a tough one. It is. Yeah, I know. First is Washington Capitals against the Panthers of Florida. Did did they secure the President's Trophy? I I don't know. Florida? Yeah, I think so. Oh, against. Yeah, they had 122 points. Against the battered and bruised Ovechkin. I don't know. I'm going to have to go to Florida on this one. Florida only got 100 points this year. Florida, yeah, like Huberto got 115 points. Barkov got 39 goals. Yeah, I'm going to go with Florida on this one. They, they're yeah, young. I'm gonna, yeah. Like, I'm sorry uh, for our... our for our, for our bro, TJ. No, our Northwest, Northwest Angle bro, TJ Oshie. But Brandon Montour, he had a good season, mm-hmm. 37 points in 81 games. So I'm going, yeah, I'll go Florida in five. Okay. It's bold, but not unfounded. Alf Selmason is the assistant coach for Florida. I didn't know that. Alf? Alf? Yeah. Imagine having like him playing in like today's game. Holy shit. He'd be suspended and... So many yeah. all these, they have all their uh, assistant co- coaches played in the NHL. Like Tuomo Rutu, Derek McKenzie, Alf Selmason, Andrew Burnett. So they all have experience. Yeah. That's, so yeah, I'll go Florida on that one. Yeah, I just I just think Washington. Uh, you don't want to say they're they're washed up, but I think always hurt. He's saying he's he's saying he's okay, but he went on the boards like really. Hard and really awkward. He can and he's nursing his shoulder, but he looks yeah, 
just it looked like know. an innocent fall though when he played yeah it was against Toronto <laughs> and no it wasn't a trip it wasn't a dirty hit nothing he just fell I he thought it looked like toe picked he did a toe picked and so who do you got for that between Florida and Washington? I got Florida I got Florida and six okay and Next it's too, is it's too bad because a, a, a notable mention is one of the assistant coaches for Washington is Blaine Forsythe. Who's that? He he's a he played hockey in Kenora for AAA Midgets. Way Did back, he? he's yeah, he's my age. Yeah, in his fifties. I think he's from Red Lake. <laughs> he's, he's from Red Lake, I think. Born Red oh, Lake. Yeah, he's, yeah. Played in yeah. Holy shit, he's been with Washington since 06, 07. Yeah. Played That's Minnesota Crookston. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's where our, our boy, uh, that's where, isn't that where Jay's brother played? Sonny? He... Or no, he was Minnesota Duluth, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah Blaine. That's boy. Everybody knows him here. It's nice. Yeah, it's pretty little bit of trivia. Does he come here during the summers? Uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. He might just stay with his wife and family at, in uh, Washington. He oh, might come. May, may, yeah. But anyways, yeah. Florida. All right. Back now. Okay. Toronto, my <laughs> Maple Leafs and Tampa Bay. This is going to be. I was all right. Your, your pick for Toronto. I'm but, picking uh, Toronto in seven. Oh, yep. I, I think it's going to win. At, if they're going to win, they're going to win in seven games. But if they're going to lose, it's going to be quick. It's going to be five games. Yeah, like this first game tonight. But it'll. Uh, but but they're not going to be blowouts. They're going to be by one goal game. If if they lose, they're going to be like uh, five four or three two or or even just a one nothing game. But look yeah. at that game last a uh, couple of weekends ago. They lost eight one. Yep. To Tampa mm-hmm. Bay. I think. Uh, I think they're going to match Tampa Bay's shift for shift. Yeah, but they're back to back champs, though. You can't yeah. you can't leave nothing out of Tampa Bay. No. They, they have you, that experience. They got a they got a three peat cup winner on their team in the roster. <laughs> Imagine if he wins four cups in a row. I know. You would have tell, to go in the Hall of Fame. I'm, I'm telling people that he's he's if he wins four cups, he's gonna be the same sentence as you can't disclude him from Mike Bossy and Brian Trache and all those cup winners that have four no in a row kidding. or just four cups. Even players yeah. from the Oilers, like Paul, Co- like uh, not Paul Coffey, like Mark Messi, all those guys that have won at least four cups. Oh yeah, Pat Maroon has got four cups. They're like, who? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Jeez, it's gonna be a grind for sure. Yeah. But I picked the least in seven. And I'm those, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with your boy Matthews in the, in the in seven games as well. I think he's hot though. He's been scoring. Yep. I'm gonna go Toronto in seven. As much as I, uh, you know, the rivalry, I, I just on least, <laughs> but I think uh, I think they can do it. I think they can pull it off. You, you you watch Tampa Bay overall. I think they're they're more heading into a limp. They're not necessarily out of gas, but they're you can tell they're they're aging and they're tired. Oh yeah, you can't keep up that pace up for four or five years in a row. No. Like, but you remember when Detroit won back in the day? They won sixty two games in one season, then they bowed out yeah. first round. They get tired. Yeah, it's different compared when like the Islanders played in the eighties, yeah, late seventies. It was only best out of five series, so mm-hmm. it weren't seven games. So that's a big difference. 
Okay, that's a good pick. Next round, uh, Boston Bruins against Carolina Hurricanes. Our boy, Ethan Bear. I'm going to go uh, – I, I think Boston's getting – they're aging and they're out of gas. I think Carolina – I think Rod Brendamore has, has the whole four lines of Carolina bought into a system and they really believe in themselves and it shows their regular season, it shows their play. They're constant. They're so consistent. I'm going to go Carolina in five. Yeah, I'll go Carolina in and five too. They have a lot of yeah, a lot of good scores. Like Seth Jarvis of Winnipeg, mm-hmm. he's First Nations. He had forty points for a rookie, so in sixty-eight yeah. games, so that's pretty good. Ethan Bear had fourteen points in fifty-eight games. Max Domi's doing pretty good. Yeah, they have a good. Aho got thirty-seven goals. Mm-hmm. Sebastian. Sebastian, my brother, uh, when we used to go to out-of-town tournaments and stuff like that, out-of-town trips, he used to tell me, when uh, when we meet people, uh, introduce me as Sebastian, because <laughs> he didn't want people <laughs> to know his real name, so he'll say Sebastian, he's like, what kind of freaking name is that? Of all names to choose in the English language. Sebastian. <laughs> yeah. Why not choose like a... Like a James. I don't know. Like like just a comment. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Carolina too. So yeah. how many Boston. games? Ooh, I say five. Yeah, me too. So our last is Pittsburgh Penguins against the oh. Rangers of New York. That's gonna be a good one. New York Rangers had 110 points and the Penguins had 103. Ooh. Interesting. Chris Kreider got 52 goals this year. Holy man. Yeah. Quiet. Quiet 52 goals. Yeah. Everybody was focused on Leon and uh, Matthews, the scoring race for a while. And people forgot that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's other 50 goal scorers. <laughs> Panarin got 96 points. So, Gutzel, Jake Gutzel got 40 mm-hmm. goals. Crosby got 31. He had a pretty good year this year. Yeah. He's still putting him up. He's a uh, you know 15 year veteran, or wait, no, five oh six. Yeah, he's fifteen uh, because because he was on that dream team for the for the juniors in oh five oh six. I'll go so penguins. Seven, yeah, fifteen year veteran. I'll go penguins and and yeah, six. I, I'm gonna go pens and uh, I go pens and seven. Yeah, it's gonna be a big series. It's yeah. going to be a low-scoring series because yeah. you don't have much scoring, really. <laughs> so for that one, I got Florida, Toronto, Carolina, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, I got Florida, Toronto, Carolina, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, we, 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 we have the same picks for the East. Copycat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go go to our interview with Trent, and uh, we'll uh, be back, guys. Hey, guys. Res Hockey would like to introduce to you our guest for episode 43. He is from English River First Nation in Saskatchewan. Red Hockey would like to introduce your 
introduce you, our guest, Mr. Trent Campbell. Hey, welcome to the show, Trent. Hey, Trevor. Thanks for having me. Good evening. How uh, how did you get started in the good old game of hockey? Oh, uh, well, we, we back in the day, my, my older brother, I like to do everything my older brother did, and he started hockey, so obviously I wanted to step in and follow in his footsteps and uh, play hockey as well. You played in the Saskatchewan Junior League for, uh, we talked earlier about Labrette and LaRange. Uh, how was your junior experience? I had a pretty good junior experience. Um, I, I I can't really say I was a Labrette Eagle for too long. I ended up my 17-year-old year, I played two games, a couple call-ups. I uh, ended up playing Junior B in Fort Capel that year mostly. Um, halfway through the, the, the year, my older brother got traded to LaRange. And so then... Uh, not that I needed to, but my parents were like, you know what, like, let's get you out of there then. And so my older brother got traded, so I just asked for my rights to be traded and then ended up uh, cracking the ice holes as an 18-year-old. And three years over there and, you know, had a, had a good three years. We never had the best team, but I think that that helped a lot of uh, character building, I guess. We never made the playoffs there, but we, we always seemed to have a good season there and worked hard throughout the year. And my... Um, Points seem to double every year, so that was kind of good as, as a player myself. I improved every year. Uh, team, unfortunately, never got the chance to play in the playoffs, but uh, told the coach my last year I'm, I'm a playoff performer, and <laughs> we never got to see it. <laughs> <laughs> After junior, you played at Lake Superior State in Sioux, Michigan. How was your four years of attending Lake State? Uh, it, it was fun. I... Um, Jim Rock was uh, the guy who come and visited me out in Saskatchewan and recruited me out of juniors. And uh, the when I first went out there, I was, like I'm about 5'11". And then when I stepped on the ice, the first, uh, I compared myself to all the other left wingers and there's 6'3", 6'4", 6'2", 6'3". I'm like, Rick, I'm not ever going to play here. <laughs> like, I won't crack the lineup. And, and actually all four years, I never missed a game out there. So I was uh, very lucky. Uh, Injuries never kind of hit me, and I was I was able to to play everything and get an education out of it. That was a, a goal at, at a young age for me. My parents, um, I was kind of a late bloomer, I guess you can say. My my parents talked to me about university and education and having hockey do something for me, and that was the ultimate goal was to to play hockey. And uh, very lucky to play out there. And uh, halfway through the year, Jim Rock had took taken over and had a couple uh, good seasons under his belt and. Uh, Ended up going to the Joe Louis Arena for the Final Four in our league uh, my last year, and that was a pretty cool experience. And got to tour the Detroit Red Wings locker room and all that. And, uh, took a picture with Datsuk Stahl. He was still the, the number one guy back then. Um, Sioux St. Marie, Michigan is just across the river from Sioux St. Marie, Ontario. I got <laughs> tongue-tied. Did you ever go across and wandered around Sioux, Ontario? Oh, yeah. Um, as a freshman, I was 20. So the legal drinking age in the States is uh, 21. So a lot of us guys would go across the bridge and go have our fun over there. The The casino was always a big thing for us and uh, shopping malls and stuff. The American dollar was a, a lot better than our Canadian dollar. So we'd go do our shopping over in Canada. And uh, we had some good times over there. Uh, met a lot of uh, some of our classmates always were from over there as well. So it was a pretty nice place. The Sioux, St. Marie, Canada is a lot nicer than Sioux, St. Marie, Michigan. That's for sure. 
Did you ever end up on the reserve like uh, Garden River or Rankin? <laughs> uh, no, I, I never, unfortunately, did. But the, the the one reserve just, I don't know if it was Garden River, but one of my classmates, uh, hockey player as well, Jeff Rainville, he was from Blind River, Ontario. So every Easter we would go up there. And, and one of the nights we actually, poker was just becoming huge back then. We ended up at a poker game on the reserve just outside of his, his town. So that was pretty fun. They they took it serious over there too. At a home game, they had three tables with three dealers and everything. So it was, it was pretty intense. Um, best brick in college, uh, other than you mentioned Joel Lewis earlier, is there another rink that uh, comes to mind when you were playing back in the day? Yeah, the... Uh, the biggest uh, wow factor, I guess, that I would have had in, in university was the first time we played at uh, Michigan's, what the hell was the, the rink called? Michigan Wolverines rink. I forget what it was called, but it, the, the stands, like, kind of overlook you from the top down. And, it, like, the bottom of the stands are, like, at the top of the glass, so everything looks like you're just in a bowl. And the, the marching band, like, the football marching band was right behind your goalie. So anytime they scored or did something – big like the the marching band went off and it was pretty uh they had a pretty good team the first my first two years anyway for sure uh and just stepping into there in that atmosphere was the loudest rink that i've ever had to play in front of uh what did you study at uh, lake states uh i took business and min management is uh and you know my reserve had this uh economic development company back then and to be honest, I, I kind of wanted to always come back and, and give back to the community somehow. But at the same time, 15 other classmates were taking the same program. So it was, it was an easy uh, choice for me. I had probably four or five teammates in every class. And it was it was kind of uh, nice to get through. Nice to have that support there as well. Did you uh, live on campus, like at the dorm? Or did you get a bunch of teammates and live off campus and just bunk together at a house? Uh, we, we never had the option to live off campus. Actually, Jim Rock, the, the head coach I took over my last two years, after I left, they, they uh, gave the guys that option. But uh, we had a pretty intense coach in my first two years, and it was by the book. Um, but one, one good thing they did, uh, freshmen every year have to live in the freshman dorm just so that you meet other people besides just your hockey team. So uh, we had, uh, I forget what the dorm was called, but we had about, 20, 30 guys in our wing and we were actually all pretty good buds. And it was, it was a nice, uh, a nice format and a nice way to get to know other people outside of the team. And my next three years, uh, uh, sophomore through senior, we all lived in townhouses and that's right on campus as well. So, uh, most of the other athletes and you know, the students go there as well. I was actually in Sault Ste. Marie last week. My daughter had a spring, spring camp in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario. So we drove by campus and they actually have a Walmart there now. Did they have a Walmart when you were there? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. It was kind of a drive. Uh, it's almost by the interstate. Like when you're going like south of Sault Ste. Marie, they have, they have more stores there now. I was surprised to see more stores. Yeah, I think the uh, 2007 was the last time I was there. So um, <laughs> a lot has changed since, since I've been back. After college, you played in the uh, East Coast League um, and a little bit in France. How was it uh, transition from college to the pro game? Um, it, it wasn't bad. Uh, 
usually like at the end of college seasons, obviously like a lot of East Coast teams, American League teams, like try to grab a lot of college players just to kind of get them transitioned in. Um, I was getting called from a few teams, but one team was particularly calling me and uh, I ended up just staying home. I wanted to do, uh, I wanted to finish my schooling. I knew I wanted to get all my classes done. Um, obviously I was a free agent and never really uh, ha- had a big opportunity to sign anything. So I kind of just wanted to make sure my schooling was done. And then the reason I ended up in France was two of my teammates uh, had signed to go over there. And as I kind of thought it'd be a cool opportunity to go, go check it out with them. And, and the game over there was totally different. Like I'm from Saskatchewan. We play a pretty tough game. Like I play pretty physical, like I'm kind of a goal scorer, but I can also play a physical game. And I ended up getting kicked out of four games over there for body checks. <laughs> it's like, man, like I, and uh, in France, hockey's, excuse me, hockey's like the fifth sport. So I had to bring my own towel, bring my own like uh, underwear to the rink. Like it was, it was crazy. Like we had to do our own stuff, like wash our own clothes and just little things we take for granted here. So uh, a couple months over there, didn't like it. Um, ended up coming home, uh, sat at home for probably about a month. I was playing tag with a couple of teams, like coaches would call and be like, Hey, you want to get you down here? They'd be like, yeah, sure. Let's go. And then uh, a couple of days later, you know what? I just got a couple American league guys back. Like I'll take a look at you later. I'm like, Oh man, like, I ended up doing that for, yeah, like I said, a month. And then uh, Jared Bednar was coaching South Carolina at the time, uh, the Stingrays. <clears throat> and he, he called me. It's like a Thursday. I said, Campbell, what are you doing? Do you remember I was calling you in the springtime? And he was the one who was trying to get me to South Carolina the spring before. And I'm like, oh, hey, like, how are you doing, sir? And he's a Saskatchewan boy as well. I think from just outside Humboldt area. But um, I was like, nothing. Like, I'm trying to go play somewhere. I'm trying to obviously continue this uh, dream, chasing the dream or whatever. And he's like, you want to come to South Carolina? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, when can you fly out? I'm like, I said, I'm actually signed up to play two senior games this weekend, like to try to keep the game timing down. I hadn't done anything for a month or so. He's like, just don't get hurt. He's like, I'll fly out Tuesday. So I'm like, all right. So I ended up playing a couple of games in Metal Lake, St. Peter's. And then uh, Tuesday morning came around, flew me down and I can spend five years down there. Golf. How was the golf down there? And yeah, that, that's kind of a funny story too. So a couple of these other coaches were, uh, I got big into golf probably my junior year of college. That's when I bought my first set. I think I was 23, 24 years old. And then I started playing. So then when these coaches were calling, like, hey, can you golf there in the downtime? And he's like, I don't think that's something. A couple of them said, I don't think that's something you should be asking the coach. And I was like, like, we only have to drink a couple hours. Uh, So then uh, when I called, talked to Ben, he's like, man, he's like, you can golf a different course every day in South Carolina. And you wouldn't golf for a year. And you wouldn't golf the same course twice. He's like, you'll have a blast down here. So. Uh, and I'm being pretty nice. My first couple of years, we had three courses, I think, that were covered. And then obviously, guys get a little wild on some and kind of ruin some relationships there. So uh, I ended up becoming really good buds with the manager at Edmund Watts Golf Shops. And uh, he would he would uh, provide all the clothing and, and stuff to the different courses around. So um, through, through obviously Edmund Watts, and he'd call me after practice. He'd be like, hey, Soup, I'm going to. Rivertown or I'm going to this other course like bring one guy or bring two guys it's either it's free or it's cart fees like you want to go on like Frick, yeah I'm in <laughs> so anytime uh, it was funny not not funny but I kind of kept it professional too I played golf and played hard when I had to play hockey as well so 
when the guys come in and like, hey, talk about golf, go talk to Soup. There, I was a super, super has the hookups. <laughs> uh, you were called up a number of times to the AHL, like Portland, Worcester. Worcester. I was having trouble. Uh, Houston and Bridgeport. How was it getting called up? It was. Um, it was a nice experience. My first ever call up, like you said, was in Portland. Um, my a good buddy of mine had got called up the week before, two weeks before, Zach Darker, and he's a defenseman from uh, California. And he went up, and we were really good buddies already. This was like a year and a half playing with him. And uh, I called him, like, I'd end up getting the call. And so I called him, like, hey, how's the weather up in Portland? He's like, yeah, it's nice. I'm like, what should I pack? He's like, oh, deadly, man. So I had a buddy up there already. And then after I went, probably about a week later, a couple other guys got hurt there. So then they called up another one of our wingers, Keith Johnson. He came up, and then our goalie, uh, what the heck was his name? Crazy goalie. They're all crazy, I guess. But he ended up coming up. So we had four guys in the Portland hotel room, uh, like pretty much the, my whole uh, first call-up. So it was, it was uh, Portland Stingrays we were calling ourselves, <laughs> the whole group in the hotel. So it was, it was pretty fun. Um, the game was a little easier to play, which kind of sounds weird, but it, it's like you're playing with better players as well, so everyone seemed to be – in their places they're supposed to be. Um, it, it was, and then they say that's go to jump is to the next level as well. Like guys are all pretty big, pretty skilled, but the guys are just that much more skilled up there. And it seems to be more, uh, more the structures there, I guess, as well. Favorite teammates. Who was uh, some of your favorite teammates that you played from like junior college um, <clears throat> pro? Uh you know, in South Carolina, Pierre Luke O'Brien was my centerman, like pretty much my whole time there. He was one of the, the better guys that I played with and knew how to play with each other, I guess, kind of just knew where each other was. And uh, I, I kind of, I don't really want to say Craig McCollum, because, but we did play like five years at senior <laughs> together. <laughs> uh, but he, he was actually uh, fun to play with as well, it seems. We just know where each other is and, and, and had a, a lot of success playing together. It's kind of funny, he's... Uh, I ended up, I think I was home like five years before uh, he even finished playing his college and his pro. So it was, uh, I was kind of getting old by then. So it was nice to have his young legs come in and, and do the work for me. And uh, my one of my all-time best buds, Aaron Starr, is one of the best guys I've played with as well. Big centerman. You probably heard his name before. He's yeah. uh, fun and easy to play with. And I think I, I get a lot of credit for, for all of his work because he'll be digging in the corners and I'll get lost in the slot and they'll find me and uh, put the puck in the net. So he does all the work and I scored a goal and get the credit. So Playing in the East Coast League, there was some long bus rides. Uh, were you a big fan of the bus rides? or I, I didn't mind them. Uh, our bus rides in the in, uh, in South Carolina were a lot nicer than, than your typical uh, uh, bus, I guess, charter bus. We all had our own bunk beds. So it was kind of, we'd go play cards in the back and like some 12, 15 hour bus rides. And then you go sleep for, for most of it. And a lot of the the longer bus rides that long will leave the night before. So we'll leave at seven, eight at night and uh, drive 12 hours and get there seven, eight in the morning. And you just have your sleeper bus and, and sleep. So it wasn't too bad. <laughs> Excuse me. We had a good uh, booster crew there as well. So the bus was always loaded with Gatorades and snacks and everything. So play some cards and go to bed and wake up and you're in Florida or Texas or wherever you have to be. Uh, what did you cook when it was your turn to cook? 
What was your specialty? <laughs> uh, I, I cooked a lot of different things. I guess that's uh, I actually still do a lot of cooking now. Uh, uh, but chicken parm, obviously, chicken and pasta, uh, a lot of spaghetti and meat sauce. Like there was a lot of a lot of different options, I guess. But back then, I was kind of just getting started, so I was I was on the phone with my mom and I'm like, hey, <laughs> how do I start this or what do I do there? We used to buy a lot of those. Uh, ready to cook meals as well so you just throw them in a frying pan oh, yeah. and 10 minutes later they're good to go <laughs> do you uh do you still play yeah yeah i'm still uh still kicking around uh, team still call me out so it's, it's pretty nice to play i didn't play senior this year um craig and i had played with watchers the last like five four and a half years i guess with all this pandemic stuff um but this year i kind of my two of my daughters started playing last year and all they did was practice all year so this year with games and everything, it got a little too busy. And a few teams had asked to play, and then a few more teams were asking for provincials. But I, I just didn't really want to commit any time when uh, I want to kind of be all in and not, uh, oh, yeah, I'll show up maybe or maybe I won't kind of thing. So focus a lot on the kids this year. So it was actually, I didn't know I could enjoy watching bad hockey that much, <laughs> watching a few of their games. Yeah. What about the Freddy? Did you get any calls for the Freddy? Yeah, I played with uh, Old Chap the last little while, so they called again. So I'm going to be suiting up with them for for Freddie this year. Body contact? Are you gonna? Are you getting prepared to, for the body contact <laughs> at your age? Because I because I don't think I'd be able to play body yeah, contact. <laughs> they they say it's it's uh, body contact, but it's it's almost if you've watched any of the tournament this maybe two or three hits and then guys kind of tire out and <laughs> it's, it's wrecked the rest of the way anyway, but it's yeah, almost, true. it's almost easier to play contact as well. Cause then you're expecting it. And I know when yeah. I play rack and you're not expecting it. And when you, when you get the, the shot, that's when it kind of hurts more. You're not expecting it, but if you're kind of prepped for it to come, then it seems a little more bearable. Uh, Stanley cup playoffs. Who's your pick to win the cup this year? Uh, I like, my wife will hate me for saying this, but I like Colorado just because uh, Bednar had coached me a couple of years in South Carolina there. Um, rooting for them. My wife's an Oilers fan, so I, I, I wouldn't mind seeing a Canadian <laughs> team win it. So Oilers, Flames, or Oilers would be nice to see. Um, I'm actually a Montreal fan, so they didn't do too too well this year. But ever since Vegas came in, like I said, my wife's an Oilers fan. I'm a, I'm a Montreal fan, but together we're Vegas fans. So last year I had Team in the sem, two teams in the semifinals, and then this year I got I got nothing. So yeah, year I'm, I'm gonna have to support her and I can go for Edmonton. But uh, words of advice: What words of advice would you give young players? Um, keep working hard. Um, keep pushing forward. Just keep trying to get better. I was never um, an all-star selection from a young age. I was always kind of on the back burner. My, my older brother, TK Campbell was always the star, big defenseman. And, uh, but I just kept kind of working on the back burners and even juniors and, and uh, college and everything. I was never like the, the most sought after guy, but I just kind of worked hard and worked. I worked on a lot of things that I wasn't good at like, um, catching pucks on your backhand or one timers or something specific. I would kind of work on one specific thing to get better at it. than once I felt I've, not really mastered it, but got good enough at it that I can feel comfortable with it and move on to the next thing. So um, a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication. If you, uh, what advice would you give 
a kid say he's 17 year old years old he wants to play college but he has an opportunity to play major junior what would you tell a kid uh, uh i would tell i would tell them unless you're gonna be top the top guy top three guys um you're probably better off going the college route if if that's a possibility uh you look at you look at a lot of the guys coming out of college ncaa now it seems like they're stepping into NHL teams and, and making that transition right away. Unless you're a, a top guy in the WHL, they're not really going to look at you. You're going to maybe get two, three years out of it. And and then, uh, yeah, they, they help you with Canadian universities. But uh, it seems that, that NCAA is becoming a lot more popular these days. Unless you are a top-end guy, then WHL would be your route. But um, we... I, I kind of knew that at a young age, and that was kind of my my goal. And uh, very fortunate to to get through that. Uh, before we let you go, we'll finish up the interview with five rapid NIST questions. It's kind of uh, the lighter side of the interview. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Let's see what I can do. Uh, question number one: baked or fried bannock? I grew up on baked. You know, uh, fried bannock was always a treat, but my Putting hot butter on freshly baked bannock, can't beat it. I'm the same way. I probably more than 75% of the guests, they always say fried bannock, but I'm a big yeah. bannock guy all the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number two, ever use a bed sheet for a curtain or door? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> probably a door. Uh, I know when we when we were growing up, my bedroom for a little while was actually a closet. So <laughs> it was uh, definitely use one of those. Number three, ever see Ernest Munias live in concert? I can't say that I have. Uh, I would have liked to. I know he was a, a few uh, here a few months back. Uh, my cousin-in-law had went to him, but uh, unfortunately, I haven't <laughs> got a chance to see him. <laughs> Number four, Bannock Burger or Indian Taco? You know, I'm a I'm a Bannock Burger guy. I just love the love those. Fifth and last question: Can you jig? <laughs> no, no, sir. You don't want to see me dancing. If you see me dancing, you know I'm probably uh, a little too far gone to know. <laughs> I can hear your wife laughing. All right, Trent. Uh, thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate taking time out of your uh, busy schedule, and uh, I'll be at the Freddy too. So hopefully, uh, we'll meet up and say hi to each other and whatnot. For sure, sounds good. I'll uh, keep an eye out for you over there. I know with my kids, I try to get in and out all the time, but uh, it's always always nice to go shake a few hands. All right, it was nice talking to you, and uh, we'll uh, talk to you again. For sure, buddy. We'll see ya. All right, see ya. There we go. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, guys, welcome back from our uh, interview with Trent. Great guy. It was awesome to uh, sit around with him and talk hockey as always so remember guys it's always important to get your education hockey and education always go hand in hand these days so go out there try to play uh some good hockey while getting your education i've been i've been preaching that for a while and trying to really enforce it because like he said unless you're going to be a top three top six forward it's yeah. better just to go to tier two and get your education afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, 
he's uh, just like another good example of him, of someone, a First Nation player going to school and get his education while he's playing yeah. hockey. So great to have guests like that. Okay, uh, we're going to go with our uh, Res Hockey Top 5. Uh, Res Hockey Top 5 is uh, Marvel characters that would be good on your hockey team. Uh, I got this idea from our friend of the show, Tyler Lavalley. Excuse me. He, uh, him and his wife, Jess, along with her kids, they have a, a podcast called Smoothies with Our Kids, which they make weekly smoothies. They have mm-hmm. friends of the sh- friend of the week, and they talk about different characters. Like they talked about COVID. They talked in this past episode. They talked about Marvel movies, which it was really cool because, like, I'm not really a Marvel or superhero guy. Yeah, we was, know that. But it was cool to. Us, they hear their opinions and uh, Justin Tyler's uh, kids, their opinions. And so, uh, yeah, I kind of just made up like a quick list because I, I didn't really want to get <laughs> too much. <laughs> I know. At who's who and stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> these are me. just like, the, these like, a, yeah, this is Trav's lesson. It has nothing to do with Bush. I just made like, <laughs> the, I just looked at the most popular uh, Marvel characters because I know there's hundreds and hundreds of yeah. Marvel characters and it would have took me hours to, to really look into these uh, characters so number five I got Hulk <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Hulk would be good on the blue line just hitting just, everyone and yeah Hulk smash or yeah. imagine if he had a uh, his rush shot score from the other blue line and just, uh... It'd be like a shot like yours. Yeah. Or a shot like uh, Chad Denny. When like he Chad scored. Denny, yeah. From the or blue from line in North blue, American. His blue line all the way to the other end. and Yeah. Just beat the goalie clean. That was funny. That was like a Friday morning game, too. Yeah. It was, I remember that play. That sequence is pretty cool. So, yeah, <laughs> number five is uh, Hulk. Just because he's <laughs> big and tough and... But he would attract a lot of penalties, though, because he likes to get mad. So Yeah, his temper would get the best of him. And, uh, I mean, you know, you got to watch out for that. <laughs> Number four <laughs> is uh, Iron Man. Oh, what's yeah. His, what's Iron Man's name again? Uh, Tony, Tony Stark. Tony Stark. There you go. See, I, I'm not too, too into these Marvel <laughs> characters. So I'm sure Iron Man would find a way to score. And Would that be cheating, like, if he would find ways, like – for him as Iron Man to find ways to score and win? Would that be considered cheating? No. No? No. He would, <laughs> he would block shots anyways because he's because <clears throat> of his yep. suit. Okay, number... Like Ludwig. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with the big shin pads. Yeah. Number three, I'm going to go with good old Thor. Oh, yes. What's his, what's his nickname? God of Thunder or God, God of Lightning? Of, God of Thunder. I see Lightning, I don't know. Uh, one of the two. Yeah. He would, uh, I don't know. What's his superpower? Just He's, he's a demigod. Hammer. <laughs> he's, oh, a yeah. hammer. he's got that hammer now. He's got the Stormbreaker. Yeah. Which is so, like, uh, which has got a, probably a flux of maybe 180, 200. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He had a, yeah. He'll have a chair of flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two. Is uh, Peter Parker? I know that guy. Oh yeah, his name Spider Man. Mm-hmm. He would be uh, 
I don't know. What do you think Spider-Man would do in a game? Well, you wouldn't be able to hit him because because he's got that spider sense. Like he could have his head down and he's got that spider sense. He would, that would, that would uh, you know, he'd be like, uh, do you remember how Denny Savard used to dangle everything? Oh, yeah. Of that, that'd be like Peter Parker. Yeah, that's true. And the number one uh, guy I got the Marvel characters who would be good to be on a hockey team is Adversary. I uh, I looked and looked up to see who he was, and he I guess he's a a character made up from the Cheyenne tribe. So oh yeah, good good to have a a brother on the team. Yes, <laughs> I don't I don't know what his is he the token though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just uh, we'll just pick him because he's our bro. Yeah, so that's our top five. It's Marvel characters. I saw that there's a list of in order of all the Marvel movies you'll have to watch. So I think I'm going to do that one of these times. That's like like 30 movies though. Yeah. So I'll get to it since I'm not really a Marvel guy. (laughs) So thanks uh, Tyler for the idea and the list. So, well, not the list, but the idea. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry. A quick mention. uh, One of our boys, Harlan, he's going to be at the Oilers game tonight. Oh Yeah. Is he like a, wear a jersey and hat? And I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna deck out, wear a jersey and maybe a toque or a baseball cap. I don't know. If, but he's for yeah, playoffs. Just, you gotta go out all ten. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta, you, you gotta find a scarf. And I got two scarves if anybody wants to borrow one. What do you think of guys that go to a playoff game and wear like an opposite jersey, like of a jersey of the t- two teams that that aren't even playing? I think they lost the bet. Or they, they shouldn't even be allowed in the arena. That's embarrassing. Or they're making a statement. Like someone wearing like, a Montreal jersey to a Toronto playoff game. Yeah, that, that'd be uh, losing a bet. Yeah. So they got to do that. <laughs> bandwagons. Let's talk about bandwagon fans. Bandwagoners, I call them. I don't know about those guys. Do you cheer on a team after your team's eliminated or team doesn't make the playoffs? Like Montreal fans, Ottawa fans, are you guys bandwagoners? Yeah. Are you, are you guys going to come cheer uh, Toronto? Are you going to come cheer Edmonton or because they're Canadian or do you got a second team to cheer for? Especially the Jets. Eh? The Jets are, yeah. their fans are so cocky. Like I know. we live in, we live in Kenora two hours from Winnipeg and there's a lot of Jets fans in Winnipeg in Winnipeg and, and Kenora. So, and, and they're always cocky. So I wonder yeah. who they're going to cheer for. Unless they say, screw it, I'm just going to cheer for Manitoba Moose, the AHL team, since they're in the playoffs. (laughs) But uh, what are you going to do when the Oilers are out of the playoffs? Oh, you mean after they hoist the cup? (laughs) (laughs) Say the Oilers lose, what do you do? Do you cheer for another team, jump on the bandwagon, or you just sulk, sulk all year? I'm going to sulk for about uh, maybe one game and then I'm going to cheer for some some team that I have not yet made up my mind about. Canadian team or a team with like a, a First Nations player on there, like Ethan Bear? Probably, uh, well, I'm, I am going to root for Ethan Bear, but I I don't like to cheer for Carolina because I'm I'm still oh, bitter yeah. about 2000. I'm still bitter about 2006. <laughs> it's going to happen again. Stay in the nets. Don't try to play the puck. Yeah. Who was the Who was the goalie for for that that coughed up the puck? 
Because remember, Dwayne Rollison got hurt. And who was the backup goalie? Uh, no one knows. That's how uh, people forget. Was it Ty? Ty, Ty Conk? I think it was Ty Conklin that uh, flew the puck in the back of the net in the Carolina one game one. What year was that? That was 04, 05? No, it was 05, 06. It was, it was a year right after the strike or, or, yeah. or the last lockout. Or maybe 06, 07. No, no, it was 2006. Yeah, it was, it was Ty Conklin. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> I think if the Leafs, I hate to say that if they lose, I'm done. I'm not, I'll watch hockey, but I won't yeah. cheer for anyone. I'll just sit there and swear at the TV. And, <laughs> well, the yeah. Leafs could have. The least could have did this. They could have beat this team, and they could have beat that team. Matthews would have scored. He would have went top. Yeah, teams. yeah. Marner would have got that pass. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not cheering for anyone if the least lose. I'll watch TV because there's, I don't know. Yeah. I lot. I was watching American Idol and I missed a couple episodes, so I don't know what's <laughs> going on no more. So I'll watch hockey. Oh yeah. Okay. Or I'll watch Dragons Den. Dragons Den. Yeah, man. Do you watch Dragons Den? I did in the past. I not, not, not so much anymore. No. So uh, okay. What about playoff superstitions? Ooh, I have some. Well, I do. Well, I did when they when uh, when the Oilers went to the Cup in 06. I wore the same uh, track pants, the same other blue shirt, <laughs> and I sat in the same bar stool in Casey's. Bar and girl, every every home game. You want it? Uh, not the gitch, though. You know, I I, I I changed the. Well, I mean, I did. I just washed them after every night. Maybe that's why they lost because you didn't wear the same gitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just wash them. Yeah, I'll wash them this time. So yeah, so yeah, I I do have some superstition, but there's there's some fans that take it to the to the to the to that ultra level where they'll. Well, they'll go to, well they'll they'll drive the same route to work they'll they'll eat the same meal the same way with the same fork and it's just really bizarre especially in the states I'm not saying that all Americans are like that but I see most superstitions like that in the states when I was at school <laughs> football who and hockey Le- yeah who did the least play two years ago in the bubble in uh, in Toronto not Montreal they, was it Montreal in the bubble yeah. The year before that, then who did they play? Do you do you remember? They qualified. Oh, they played Columbus. They played Columbus, yeah. I remember one game I was eating pretzels, and the <laughs> least the least were uh the least tied it up. So when the least tied it up, I was eating three pretzels. So every time the least would I'd grab three pretzels from the bag. So every time the least so from that time they tied up the game and then the game went into overtime, I would grab three pretzels and I would eat the pretzels. <laughs> it had to be three pretzels every time because yeah. when I was when I the least scored, I had three pretzels in my hand, so I had to go. But they ended up losing in overtime. So I was like, damn it, it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? Yeah. Like I so, knew this, I had a buddy that played for the Ottawa 67s in the in the OHL. OHL, and they were uh, in the Memorial Cup. And yeah. his family went to the movie the night before 
because they had a day off and they won the next day Ottawa won so my buddy's family went to the same movie the next day sat in the same seats (laughs) movie and just for that for them being superstitious and it uh, Ottawa ended up winning the Memorial Cup that year so yeah it's crazy how the whole family can get into the superstitious things yeah when when you buy into it yeah it's like that when I watch football when I watch Green Bay Packers like if I if I put on a jersey like I always forget to put on my jersey so I'll put it on like in a couple of minutes in the, into the game then once they mm-hmm. start losing I'll take off my I'll take off my jersey because it was me I didn't wear my jersey from the start of the game and I, <laughs> I jinx Green Bay so <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna wear your jersey for game one tonight uh, absolutely I will there are, I'll probably wear the dark jersey. Like the, the, which one's that? Like the, they're just one of the. I, I got a dark blue one, so I'll wear that one, and and then I'll wear the the white jersey for when they're on the road. <laughs> <laughs> now you're gonna wear a suit before the game starts. Oh, like a, you know what? You gotta, maybe you, you got to dress code I, like the players. I think you're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> Or just wear your gray sweats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gray, yeah. Well, I'll probably wear my toque and a scarf. I gotta go all out because, uh, yeah, I got my toque and I got I got what I actually got two scarves. So I'll, I'll wear the one that I got at the Heritage Classic, and then I'll wear a dark jersey for home games. Where's the best place to go watch a playoff game? Well, you could you could be biased and say at, at your own house or someone's house, your own house. But I like to go if they still if they had a sports bar set up the way. You remember how Earls when they first started when they had when they had like four or five TVs per 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 wall. Yeah, you go somewhere like that where you can have four different games on it all at once. What about you like know? a so something like similar to Hooters where there's lots of TVs. Pretty yeah, yeah. You almost have to have two TVs per wall, right? Because because yeah. uh, when because when we went there, the TV that was I was facing had, I think it just had highlights or whatever, and and you were watching a game, I think, on your TV. So it's hard to turn your head, so because something like that, I think. Yeah, I think it's always good to have more than one game on at a time, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, hmm, yeah, I, I like to go out and uh, mm-hmm. go to a sports bar so I can bug other fans when their team's losing. Yeah. But they can be quite expensive. Like, you're, you have your drinks, then you, you're going to have a couple apps. You're going to have you're gonna have the wings and the nachos or whatever. Yeah, you're going to have them. Yeah, it can get quite expensive if you, if you go all, all, all four rounds. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Because I went to BP one night with uh, Ryan, and we watched the Oilers and St. Louis games, and we, it was like a hundred dollar night because we had schooners and we had like nachos. Oh and yeah, drinks. it was like a hundred dollars each. I was like, holy jeez, <laughs> that was one game. <laughs> I know. Can you maybe like if you want to go maybe the first game? And well, like, kind of, like like almost of a celebration. It's, yeah, come on, yeah, and then after that. We were uh, consuming those schooners pretty heavily, though. Like, I had like six schooners, and he had like eight or nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, good times, though. 
50-50 draws. Edmonton. Ooh, yes. all, Edmonton and Calgary. Alberta is always known for their big 50-50 draws. Yeah. Will, will you it. be buying 50-50 tickets for the Oilers game? Yeah, uh, absolutely. I got my buddy in Calgary. Uh, he goes online, buys them at Edmonton. Because you can, as long as you're in the province, you can. Yeah. You can that's like me and you. We can buy tickets for Toronto's 50-50. But we just got to get there to clean it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing I noticed with Toronto, like the Leafs games, their 50-50 isn't as high. It's, yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah, notice like, know. like Alberta, though, like the World Juniors, you get like a million dollar 50-50s and other games are hundreds of thousands of dollars. But you go to the Leafs game, it's like 50 grand. Yeah. Is it just Ontario people cheap and Alberta people are more, more gamblers? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. What are you gonna do? Ten bucks or twenty bucks? I'm just gonna. I'm gonna send them twenty bucks. Twenty. Right. That's how much I spend in Winnipeg for the fifty-fifty draws. Just twenty bucks. I'm never ever close on any fifty-fifty draw though. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a hundred thousand. That's my closest. Yeah, I'll probably buy a couple Edmonton tickets. Yeah, fifty fifty tickets. Just it's going to towards a good cause, anyways, yeah. right? So the hospital, hospital, or uh, what? I can't remember their foundation. I think it's a hospital. I think it's a hospital. So uh, yeah. Anything else before we call it quits? No, I'm done. All uh, I'm good. You're good. Predictions, yeah. Predictions, superstitions. Yeah, I think we got them for the playoffs. Should be good. Next week's episode oh. should be good. Of uh, what? Playoff wager. Oh, our bets. I know. Bush and I have been texting each other about what we should wager. And I said he should eat a can of black olives. But no way, man. He said my, no. My, my, my trigger my gag reflex. I'll just throw up all the time. <laughs> that would have been, or or uh, I would have ate a uh, Hawaiian pizza because I can't stand pineapple. And <laughs> so what what should it be? I You'll think, have to wear. Uh, I think for uh, oh what uh, last year I got off on a technicality because uh, at least played more games than the Oilers. But, right. but they both lost in the in one round, though. So this year, it's going to be the most games played, right? Yes. Yes. I will I will adhere to it. Loser. Okay, let's just say uh, I'll put myself on the spot. Edmonton loses. The minute Edmonton loses, I will put on the jersey for you, and I'll keep it as my profile picture as long as the Maple Leafs are in the playoffs. And I'll update scores and game yeah. notes. Okay, and I will do the same for the Edmonton okay. Oilers. I will yeah. wear a jersey. I don't think I have a hat though. Oh, I got, I got, a, I got some tubes okay. if you want to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll wear a hat and a your scarf and a jersey. Okay. And keep it. What if they both lose in a first round? Well, then we'll we'll switch the Blue Jays. <laughs> <laughs> or you, if okay, hmm. Yeah, what if they lose in the first round and we we're both uh, losers? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. Maybe, well, uh, what what if they what if they go to the final? 
they meet each other in the final, then we're, we're not we're not gonna do podcast for those two weeks. Oh shit, we're gonna. <laughs> it's it's war. Straight You're fucking. War. Oops. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. Sorry. <laughs> I always made the whole show without swearing. That's your second swear. I think, or I think you said the f word at the beginning. Oh, okay. Well. <laughs> well, let's wait and see. But if but if they each but if but if they do mean the finals, I think we should go to at least one game. Yeah. Wear if the, each other's jersey. <laughs> if the Edmonton Oilers win the cup, are you gonna go to Edmonton for the Stanley Cup parade? Well, yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. goes for me. If Toronto wins the cup, I'm going to the parade. I don't care. Yeah. They haven't won since '67, so you might mm-hmm. as well make it worth your while. Yeah. That's gonna be like a big party if Toronto wins. Well, yeah. When Toronto wins the cup. When Toronto win. Yeah. Jeez. This is gonna be a whole paradigm shift if uh, if uh, Edmonton uh, beats Toronto in the cup in town. Oh, I'm not gonna be popular at baseball or hockey everywhere. <laughs> you think if the Oilers lose in the finals, they'll riot like how others like Vancouver a couple of years mm-hmm. ago went. No, I I, I want to say no. I don't think they will because they didn't last time in 2006 when they played uh, Boston. No, when they played Carolina. Oh, yeah. There's nothing about destroying Edmonton. There's, like, no skyscrapers. I know. That's why. (laughs) (laughs) It's all, all, uh, yeah. Okay, so we have a bet. If Edmonton and Toronto will wear each other's uh, outfits. Yeah. Yeah. There you go, guys. Uh, Just want to, before we go, I just want to say good luck to all the players. Playing in that and playing Regina this weekend at the mm-hmm. Oscana Cup. Good luck and uh, have fun out there and respect your teammates yep. and your opposition. So, yep. And use your own water bottles, damn it. Don't yes. share. Especially with this thing still happening. Yeah. It's, it's not you're going still away. able to get it. Yep. So be safe out mm-hmm. there and don't share beer, your beer bottles either with no. anyone. <laughs> no, keep your pitchers of beer to yourself. Hey, can I have a sip of your beer before I leave? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and don't share smokes too. Right? Yeah, just give hey. just give your smokes away. Don't take them back. Hey, can I have a drink? Like you, you just you're oh, sleeping yeah. and your spit are over all over the cigarettes. Back in high school, hey, can I have a drink? Oh yeah, sure, man. Here you go. It's oh. all s- sloppy lips. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a good okay. week. Take yep. care of each other, love each other, and we'll be back next week. So next week. We'll see you again. Yeah. Thanks for joining in and uh take care. Take care. Peace. Bye. See ya.